0: guys and welcome back to another episode of the Finding Your Freedom podcast. I'm so, so, so happy to have you guys here and hopefully been along on the journey the past year or so or if this is your first episode. Thank you so much for listening. Um, This podcast means everything to me and being able to share my life with you guys and hopefully help All of you feel less alone, and all I don't know the trials and tribulations of this life and life in your 20s, and spirituality and life purpose, and the dark times, and the hard times, and the beautiful times. Like, I'm just so grateful to share all of this with you guys. And if you've been listening, I'm gonna do you know my shameless, shameless plug moment. If you've been listening and loving the show, it would really mean so much for me if you could leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and you're like, well, I don't want to do that. But it's important. (laughs) And the reason it is important is because it helps the podcast go up on the charts so more people, you know, see the podcast or suggested it, and it helps me get better guests. It helps me eventually get ads. It's all those things that are important to make the podcast better, honestly. Um, So yeah, I would super... Super, super appreciate that, and yeah, I'm just super excited to be, I'm saying a lot of super, super excited to be bringing you guys this episode, and the past week or so for me, or a little bit longer, the past like 10 days, I've just been really having a great time. <laughs> it doesn't mean there hasn't been hard things and, you know, emotions, and every day we go through random things, but I've just really been in this different this different frequency, this different vibration the past 10 days. And I really think it is about coming out of the darkness time that I was in. And if you clicked on this episode, you're probably, you know, seeing sitting in the darkness, you're either saying, what does this mean? I'm curious, or you're saying, oh, I've so been there, or I'm there right now. And I want to know, that I won't be in the darkness that much longer. So yeah, I'm definitely going to dive all into that. And I've had many moments in darkness and there is always light to follow and there's always so much learning from the darkness. And I feel like when you don't resist those chapters or those periods of time when you're really in the thick of anxiety, fear, grief, loss, whatever it may be that is your your darkness moment, um, then there is so much to learn outside of that experience. And when you're present to it and not just rushing to, how do I get rid of this or how do I get over this? And that is all completely natural to do when you're in those moments because they're really uncomfortable. But yeah, there's just so much we can learn from those moments and i'm just really excited to kind of share this episode of sitting in the darkness and if you're kind of in the more like popular spirituality community like i feel like the word that they describe for this is kind of is like shadow work and sitting in your shadows and different things like that i think shadow work sometimes to me has a more i guess intentional connotation but i mean also life circumstances can bring you into shadow work but I think of these circumstances as really big shift moments in your life and throughout them you are looking within and at the shadow and they are times of darkness and there's going to be periods in our life that are like this always and I think as you mature and get used to those periods of time you have more trust in life and the universe that you're going to come out of it and remembering the feeling that you feel after coming out of those dark times and all that you learned from really being in this time of learning and new levels and darkness and what the fuck is going on and it's such a scary place to be and I I'm coming to you guys now on the other side of it I recorded podcasts about being in the thick of it and I plan to do um, another one about this specific situation that sent sent me into some darkness. Um, because it's a common situation, I think a lot of people have stigma around that. So that'll be coming soon. But yeah, I've had episodes kind of when I was in the darkness, and now I'm coming to you guys from the other side. <laughs> so I'm excited to to come to you guys from the other side and talk about like tell you guys more about what I was experiencing and what I was going through and share my story on that with you guys and then also talk about how important the the dark times are and the things I learned and now where I'm at after going to places of like my biggest fears and losing everything and there's this thing that happens and I'm seeing these themes in other people's stories, of course, as well, that we all go through these initiatory periods um, where we're often stripped of everything we know. We're stripped of the things that we hold on to. We're stripped um, of all our attachments that our ego has to whatever it may be, to safety, to love, to all of these things. And we're really just flailing in the darkness and not sure um, what's next or how to get out of it. And I think those moments are super super important but I've had a lot of darkness in Boston and I know a lot of us have had a lot of darkness this past year but I've had I had a dark time in Boston for a couple months in the fall as well and this is my second time of darkness so it's been a dark Boston experience um and you know I had a time like this in New Orleans as well um when my car was totaled and things I had to work through and go through there um you know some some kind of similar circumstance in the spring with covid, but I don't know if I would exactly call that a darkness time, but it was it was hard um and then after I came back from San Diego those times and before I went to San Diego, like I've definitely had a few darkness periods over the past couple of years and really been in the thick of some shit. <laughs> And I really plan on writing something and having something out soon about um, about the years of 22 to 25 because I think it is the biggest um, transformational time if you are open and aware to that transformation and really seeking your place in the world and your career and all of those things. So I think 22 to 25 is like life boot camp and it's really really challenging (laughs) so more more on that soon but yeah for me and kind of the darkness the darkness that I have been going through it has been intense (laughs) it has been very intense and I think I've shared more on the episode um on like life updates and things like that, but I'm really excited to talk more about the fears and the things that I faced in in the dark time, and more about like what I actually, with perspective, kind of feel like all of this was teaching me. So if you guys don't know, you might know already. I'm still I haven't announced it to the world yet, but I'm excited too soon. Um, I was fired from my job, which. Has been such a lesson (laughs) in so many ways Um, and obviously so many emotions attached to all of that you know anger and all of these things and I've really been reflecting a ton on all of that and the emotions that I had and at the end of the day I feel I feel so grateful that I was fired I really think it was the best the best thing that could have happened like the perfect thing and I don't think I could have stayed there another day and there is some anger in situations for what transpired after that but at the end of the day I like I don't even I don't even hold anger for maybe there's a little anger but I barely hold anger anymore for my boss and co-workers or things like that because I truly believe that it was exactly what was meant to happen. It was the perfect thing to happen for me, not to me. Um, so yeah, that took a lot of time, <laughs> which I'm going to bring you guys through here. But I was fired. I had kind of been planning to quit. was hopeful in the beginning that I would get unemployment and be able to just kind of coast for a sec and kind of reevaluate what jobs I wanted and, I don't know, not have to rush into the next chapter, but have a little bit of time to um, figure things out and have a little bit of cushion of unemployment and just, you know, figure things out. I had to take a sip of water, but, um, yeah, it didn't really transpire that way. <laughs> um, yeah, I went to New York and again, and it just reaffirmed me wanting to be there. And then I went to New Orleans, which brought up a lot of shadows for me, like a lot of old. um, I felt really like I had kind of retracted to my old self there and done behaviors that didn't feel in alignment with the new me. And I I really felt connected to that in New York, the new level of myself. And Boston was like an in-between and then going back to New Orleans, I was just kind of going back to old behaviors and with people that didn't exactly feel in alignment with me and then doing things in terms of like men and relationships and like just sexual things that I was like none of this feels true to me and was just kind of in this old like triggered kind of place when I was there and acting acting like my past self um and when I came back from that trip it kind of kick-started the really darkness period because right after I'd been fired, I was really positive about things. Um, and then thing, the darkness started to be kick-started. Started to be kickstarted. It was kick-started. And I was really just sitting with, honestly, shame and guilt on how I was in New Orleans and really having to let go of that energy, but also having an immense amount of clarity on... um why i came to boston and why that was right for me even though this has been like the hardest year here um and just like really feeling like new york was is the next good step like that was reaffirming but going back and acting like my past self i was holding on to a lot of shame after that and that was really hard to sit in and things were becoming more clear with unemployment where it was taking forever and i was running out of money And, you know, I was in starting to get into a really dark place and my family didn't, didn't know that I had been fired yet. So I was kind of like upholding this, like why until I felt comfortable telling them. And I mean, in, I guess the end of February and March, March was like a very hard month for me. I, it was just, like, all of the, the shame and the things and the money and unemployment and, like, just so many things feeling like they were piling up where I was, like, running out of money and unemployment wasn't giving me answers. And I was, like, what the fuck do I do? I don't know how to make a plan. I don't know, like, what I'm supposed to do right now. Um, and just, like, going into credit card debt and being, like, I've never been in this situation before. I'm, like so, like, and just also shaming myself for going into credit card debt and like that I was probably going to take a loan out to move to New York and like all of these things and like for me I think a even though it was like really uncomfortable and scary and you know, I was like am I going to be homeless um <laughs> and I, I felt really like my whole like I felt the lowest of the low with all of this happening I felt like Yeah, I felt I felt the lowest of the low. I felt like I'd really lost everything. I'd lost my security. I was like, who am I? Um, I just felt like my life was falling apart, really. And that that money that I had had, you know, the savings that luckily I had something to support me when I was fired. But that had given me a certain sense of safety. And I was holding on to that money, you know, for a circumstance like this. And when my bank account came to zero, I felt very unsafe. I felt very scared i but I still had this weird hope with unemployment that honestly was like in an abusive relationship with me that the money would come soon, and more unfolded where it's like maybe I won't get the money, and then like so many ups and downs with all of that and so many emotional roller coasters with truly everything and yeah I just it it was this moment of just I think it was in March of just like immense pain and fear and like just me being like so depressed and like crying and in the park and then finally telling my dad and that making me feel a little bit better but still feeling really alone and all of it and I think a lot of the situation triggered some things with like my family and like why can't they help me and like bringing up the relationship with my family in certain degrees too so I was I feel like I was just being triggered from like all angles like shame for my past self and feeling like oh my god have I not like am I just back to where I was right after I graduated college when an, everything was a shit show and, like, I had no money and, like, I thought I was, like, a badass bitch now and, like, everything's fucking falling apart and I've got, like, and I've gone nowhere and, like, I haven't, you know, I haven't progressed. I haven't evolved like I thought I had and it was just this really deep shit storm of emotions that I was really going through and really doubting the process and the plan of how all of this was was meant to happen and help me in getting to my next phase and my next chapter and my evolution. Because, um, you know, you can't see that when you, when you're in it. But yeah, March was really hard for me and lots of just crying and stuff in the park. But I was finally able to to surrender to all of it and to stop trying to fix it or change it right then or make a plan or I don't know do something to fix to stop it or fix it and once I surrendered to that the the process got better and I started to I started to feel like myself again and feel better just by surrendering and just being like okay this is where I'm at right now I'm in a whole fuck ton of chaos and a bunch of crazy shit has happened and I never anticipated any of this and I don't like this but I, I I'm here and that's enough and that's okay and through through acceptance of all of this I was able to to come out the other side through acceptance I was able to do that and once Once I surrendered and accepted where I was at, it was like the energy started to shift. It was building and building and building and then so many emotions and so many fears. The energy started to shift, but there were still moments of, there were still other fears that I had. To face and to work through, which I've worked through, kind of in April and the end of March, of you know, fears of is New York my right place or like all of those fears that come up when you're moving to a new place of like, oh my God, I'm gonna have to make friends again, like all of those, all of the fears. And I noticed that when I moved to Boston, I I had some fears, but I didn't have fears about it being a great place to live, <laughs> and. Um, it was a lot worse than any of my fears um, predicted so that like in a way kind of like traumatized me to be uh, scared to allow myself to be happy for the next chapter in New York I was just like scared to allow myself to see that this next chapter could be like Amazing and magical and exactly where I was because I was scared to let myself feel That feeling and that joy that things would get better because of my past pain So that was another big thing that I really had to work through Work through in all of this and me just talking about it again. I'm like, oh my gosh, there were so many things So many things and before I got on and recorded I had a hard time hard time just sitting down and recording all of this but I feel like kind of what I said at the beginning the past 10 days with all of this craziness and all of this chaos like the energy has shifted and I don't know if anyone's ever felt like this before but like so depressed and like crying in the park and feeling like you have no control over anything and your life is falling apart like I feel like I went from there to like okay my life's falling apart next like let's let's make a new one then you know and it was just that energy shift which I will add I think you have to feel all the darkness and the deep deep emotions to get to that place I don't recommend bypassing all of that like I think it's all part of the initiatory process to feel all of those things and that's when like the light bulb moments go okay then I'm fucked but I'm gonna be happy anyway um So yeah, I feel like on the other side of this, another thing that kind of propelled me forward was like, was having a job interview and I'd been putting a ton of weight on this interview and just kind of getting that interview done and then being like, oh, like I have some breathing room, I have options, like things are moving forward. I'm not going to expand too much on that because it's very much in a work in progress and very much in the process. But the energy started to shift next week to where I just, I felt really connected to the part of myself that I had lost in Boston and the part of myself that I had lost in undergrad, the creative, um, the creative part of myself and really connecting back to her and connecting back to my truth and who I really was and the person I was meant to be and the free creative person that I'm that I am meant to be in this life and that I hadn't had the opportunity to be in Boston because I was never um given that opportunity or inspired to show up as that person I I think last week I just started to embody that again and you know astrology um astrologically speaking, um, the first new moon of the energetic new year, the new moon in Aries, I felt that energy and it was like the past, the past fucking shit show year is being left behind and I really felt that, that energy shift and yeah, so that happened with the job and just with being on the other side, like I said up top, I, I just really am in this phase where I feel like I had to lose everything, you know, in a sense I had to lose my job, which of course gave me a sense of security and then lose all of my money to get to this place of, of rebirth and being reborn and learning lessons about money through this too. And my family showing up for me in a way that I I haven't seen them do before. And I'm getting emotional just talking about it, but just getting close to them and repairing wounds of the past five years. And this has been coming up a lot for me that this year I'm really ending these five year year cycles of shit that I've been going through the past five years um, surrounding my family. And like just so much insight and so much int- intuitions and so many um, just answers about going through this, and I I just feel like with the money piece and losing all of that, I now have such. I think I have a better. I learned something about money. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to say this, but I learned so much about money from this experience, and through this experience was able to kind of allow money to not control me anymore and and in losing it all to be I guess not as attached to it to wanting to invest in myself more once I you know get some money again but wanting to invest in myself more and yeah not letting not letting money control my life and be so attached to if I don't have this sum of money in my bank account and my savings I am unsafe and I'm not gonna be okay instead of just being like oh I'm I'm okay. I'm here and shit's as bad as I thought it could be and I'm okay and thats that is resilience that is resilience guys um, so yeah it built so much of my resilience and my self assuredness and so much death and rebirth and transformation and all of this and I feel like these lessons and this healing with my family and healing with money and my own resilience and coming out of this dark crazy period has prepped me for for New York like I wouldn't have been ready to move there without all the insight that I've gained and just to give you another little glimpse into like (laughs) the back and forth I was going to because it's it's hard to even talk about it now because it doesn't seem as intense I guess as it was at the time but you know first off I thought I was going to get unemployment I was happy then I was stressed because it was taking like six weeks to get unemployment then it was taking like nine weeks to get unemployment then 10 weeks and then um more questionnaires came up and it was taking longer and then I talked to a lawyer and then a lawyer was saying they didn't think I was going to get unemployment and I had been banking on this for like 12 weeks and so much back and forth of emotions of I think I'm gonna get it or it's coming this week and it was like I was on an emotional roller coaster that this experience was controlling my life and my safety and security um So yeah, it was a crazy, crazy time. I just wanted to take you guys through that so you got a little bit more of a glimpse of that, but I feel so good and so free now in all of this, and the past 10 days have just really been this really magical kind of full circle place, and the path is still very much unfolding for me. I feel like I'm coming out of the darkness, but I I don't have all the answers of what the next step is or... Exactly how it'll look, um, but I have so much faith and so much trust in myself again and trust in the universe and trust in the plan and trust in you know just my resilience and all the lessons I've learned and i'm I'm grateful for this period of intense darkness and in the darkness I've gone through in Boston. I'm ready for some a light season, which is fitting because it's summer. Um, And things are, you know, kind of getting better with COVID, but yeah, like I said, things are very much still unfolding, but I feel some, some clarity and some endings and I'm leaving Boston in like, I don't know, like two weeks, which is exciting and embarking on this kind of journey of traveling and seeing family and just kind of being a little nomad again, which... I love the safety and security of a home, but my little heart loves being a, a couch surfer <laughs> as well. Um, yeah, and it all just feels so big picture. So I just want everyone that listened to this episode just to really get from this. Um, if, you're, if you've are if you been in a period of darkness before, if you're in it now, if you're resisting it, whatever is happening, just to know you will always come out of it and as you sit with it if you don't resist it you learn so many lessons from it that make you a better person from it and i don't know your exact darkness situation and of course everyone's situation is different and some situations no one should ever have to go through but i really feel on on a spiritual level that this experience I don't want to say untouchable because that that sounds like um, no one can fuck with me. But um, yeah, I just feel like it allowed me to be okay when everything was falling the fuck apart. And I feel like that's a really important skill of resilience to build in your life. Um, So I'm really happy that I was able to share some of that with you guys. I have another great episode of kind of death and rebirth. Um, I think cycles of life in the fall and I talk about the crazy hard time I went through in the fall and if you listen to why I started this podcast that's more of me being in like deep unknowns and fear and all of this crazy darkness so if you want to hear more about sitting in the darkness and stories that you can relate to um, listen to those episodes as well and yeah I hope I hope this episode helps you guys and as I'm ending, I'm like, I have so much more to say about all of this, but I hope everything that I have said helps you on your journey, helps you not resist the darkness, and allows you to know that there is a light coming through, and no matter what circumstances you go through, that you will be okay. If you lose everything, you will be okay. I'm trying to remember this quote by J.K. Rowling which she's kind of sucks now but she had a good quote about like basically how losing everything was the foundation that she built her new life on and I really really stand by that when there are these huge spiritual spiritual shifts when you lose everything that that is the ground that you rebuild your life on um so it's just part of the life journey it's just part of it and I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Let me know if you have any questions. Send me an email, send me a DM. I love you guys so much and stay tuned for some posts and some more podcasts about all of this and some reflections on Boston at some point, which that's going to be a long episode. <laughs> but I love you guys so much. Have a beautiful rest of your day.